Hello, everybody. Today, we are doing a paint-along focusing on acrylic and portraits. If you would like to grow as an artist and you can't afford an art class, we've got everything you need here at Art Prof, critiques, tutorials, and professional development. All right, I did some prep work earlier in advance, and this is my thumbnail sketches. And I did four really quick ones. And then I also did this one here, which is a more detailed version with a lot more tone. And if you want to see better <clears throat> images of the thumbnails, my sketch, my setup, go into the Discord, into the post live streams stage channel, and you'll be able to see everything that I'm doing in there. And uh, <laughs> because it's been a while <laughs> since I painted with acrylic for real, I think it was like high school. <laughs> it's been that long, at least in terms of something figurative. I've done abstract streams here with acrylics, but that's it. This is a very fast warm-up I did. I painted it with a burnt sienna primer on watercolor paper, hot press. And you can see I did a little bit of sketching to figure out the placement of the head. And then with a really big brush, I quickly blocked in a little bit of everything. Of course, the colors all over the place, but that's not the point. I just need to move my hand because I draw way more than I paint. And so getting used to the gesture and movement of a brush, it felt a little alien to me because it's been so long. Tell me in the chat, when's the last time you painted with acrylics and what did you paint? All right, the materials, all the links are in the YouTube video description below. I'm actually using two different types of acrylics. This is abstract innovative acrylic paint. It's made by Sennelier. And I like how it comes in these little applesauce packets. <laughs> I think this is really funny, but they work. That's fine with me. And I'm also going to use these Charvin acrylics. And these have a different feel. I'm noticing with them that some of them tend to be more runny, like the Alizarin Crimson was quite runny. But actually, I, I did really like their Titanium White. I found their Titanium White a lot beefier than the abstract acrylic paints. Okay, we've got bristle brushes. My favorites tend to be the filbert, which are shaped like this. We also have these flats, not my favorite, but they come in handy every now and then. And I'm also going to be using matte medium. I've never used this before, this golden soft gel matte, but I wanna try it out because I feel like it's a little bit thicker than what's going on with the matte medium. All right, I'm going to get started. Start with a very thin brush. Actually, it's a little too thin. I need something that's not going to make me feel so uptight, which is what little brushes tend to do. All right, let's use this one. I think this one will be better. And you can see here, this is a burnt sienna underpainting. It's intentionally quite thin 
actually it's a little thicker than I wanted to be. Anyway, you want this to be really thin because the whole way to approach painting, in my opinion, no matter what you're using, is to think about it in terms of layers. And so if you start thinner and work incrementally towards getting thicker, it tends to work a lot better. I'm not saying you can't do something else. I'm just saying for me, that works best, especially when it comes to portraits and I'm trying to do some more subtle work with the flesh. I'm gonna jump right in, but absolutely ask me your comments in the chat and I will take breaks during the paint along to answer your questions. Just can't read comments and paint at the same time, okay? The reference photo you can see is in the lower left-hand corner and the link to that is in the YouTube video description below. It's also in the Discord. Okay, I'm gonna use Burnt Umber. Burnt Umber is a little bit cooler than Burnt Sienna. Burnt Sienna has a lot of yellow in it. Actually, I really need my thumbnail. <laughs> Look at your thumbnail. I, I can't tell you how many people, they make the thumbnails and then they just start painting. You can't do that. You really need to have your thumbnail there. So I can't really have mine on screen but I can assure you that I am looking at my thumbnail. I really pushed her head to the left. I'm gonna try to be conscious of that because I kept putting it in the middle and I really want this space of the background to be much wider than this space. So I'm actually making it further to the left than I want it to be because I know I'm going to move towards the center if I don't do that. I think the important thing when you are initially sketching out the figure is to think big and think very broad. I haven't even done facial features yet. What I have to do first, I got to build the bulk of the head, build the structure of the neck and absolutely the shoulders. You don't want to jump right into the facial features. It's confession time. Who does that first? <laughs> Who paints eyes, nose, and mouth, and then draws everything around it? Of course, do, do whatever you want. But I just have found with portraits that the key thing is structure. And if you start with the eyes, nose, and mouth, there's no structure there. Eyes, nose, and mouth, just squishy things and soft tissue. So don't be seduced by that. Okay, now I gotta get the bulk of the head. And actually, I really think the ear is pretty important. Actually, I might turn up the lights a little bit. It looks a little dark. Hang on, I'll be right back. Okay, I can still turn it up more. So if you still feel like it's too dark, let me know. But of course, right now it just is dark. <laughs> There's not a lot going on with the initial sketch. Okay, now that I have things blocked out, it's time to get in. I like to do the nose first because the nose is in the middle. A lot of people go top to bottom, eyes, nose, mouth. But if I start with the nose, I can go up to the eye, 
and down to the mouth. And I just feel like for me, that's a lot easier. Okay, get in eye sockets. Eye sockets, not pupils. Pupils are not gonna help you here. We're going structure all the way. And by the way, if you just join, I will go in and answer questions at some point. I'll take a break from painting and do that. But for now, I'm just gonna paint and explain what's happening. It's very loose and it's a mess, but you know something? Despite this portrait being such a mess right now, I'm gonna go right in. I know a lot of people might look at this and say, well, you don't have enough articulated and you need to have your drawing be more solid. And I guess I might do that if I was drawing, but painting is a different story. I think with painting, it actually holds me back. When I have a sketch that's really good and detailed, then I'm not as likely to think through the brush, okay? By the way, if you didn't know this, this is Linda. She is an artist model. If you can believe, I've known her since the 90s. She was a model at RISD when I was a student. And when I came back to teach, she was in my classes all the time. And I just love her to death. So I hope all of you have fun painting her because she's just such a wonderful person. I mean, isn't that incredible that I've known her for three decades? And here I am, I take a quick trip to Boston and I'm shooting these photos of her. I, I just love that. And so I really want to share her face, her gestures with all of you. Okay, let's do some quick questions in the chat and then I'll dive right in. Crispy's asking, does it really matter for using more expensive paint? All I have is some apple barrel. Really depends on the person. I am okay with these paints. Actually, I don't know how much they cost <laughs> because the companies send them to me. But what I find in general is that the less quality acrylic paint, it tends to be more runny. And so this here, which is Charvin, this is titanium white. This is a really nice white. It's very beefy. I wasn't very happy with the alizarin crimson. The alizarin crimson, the Charvin, was a little bit runny for me. And so that's why, in a lot of circumstances, I mix brands. I rarely, for acrylics, stick with one brand. Actually, same thing with oil. Oil, sometimes I'm using Grumbacher, a little bit of Windsor Newton. But yes, in general, if you buy student grade, they don't tend to be great. In fact, student grade paints can really ruin things for you. So it's better for you to buy fewer tubes of paint that are good quality than to say, get 15 colors that are not so good quality. Because the more important thing is that the paint is good quality. I'd rather have that. Plus if you have fewer colors, like what I have here, it forces you to mix. So I have Cerulean Blue, Ultramarine, Cadmium yellow, yellow ochre, cadmium red, ozone crimson, and burnt umber and titanium white. Two blues, two yellows, two reds. And I feel like I'm cheating a little bit with the brown, but it's just so much faster <laughs> than having to mix 
the brown all the time. Lollipop says, can you use different types of oil paints or watercolor paints to paint faces and expressions? You don't want to do watercolor and oil together because the oil is going to eat into your watercolor. Now, if you just sew your watercolor paper and you paint watercolor over that, then you can do oil over that. But I'll tell you, I don't think painting watercolor on gesso is a great idea because the gesso, well, I guess you could make it really smooth, but it would take a long time. You'd have to do a lot of layers because any textural surface in the gesso isn't going to be great for painting with watercolor. W315 says, do you do sketches like the ones here to familiarize yourself with the face? It's less about that and it's more about just moving, <laughs> getting my hand to move. I, I mean, it really is like athletics. A lot of people, if they're going to play a soccer game, they're not going to just start playing the soccer game. They're going to run around a couple times. They're going to do some stretches. That's really what this is, to get my eye moving, to get my hand used to that gesture. I would never just sit down and start painting totally cold. Jane says, I've been working on abstract acrylic, sort of an abstract Ferris wheel. Seven Angelic says, it's been maybe a year since I used acrylics, but I really like them. Crosby says, I did just the other day. First time in years, tried to rescue an old gouache painting I messed up. And we've got Johanna here with fruit. And welcome, Jennifer A. I'm so excited that all of you are here with me today. It's really been a while. <laughs> We've been focusing on other topics lately. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I can't remember the last time I did this. In fact, when I sat down, I was like, oh shoot, I don't remember the tech. <laughs> I was like trying to figure it out today. Okay, let's do some color mixing because I like to do mixing in advance, but the problem with acrylic you can't mix everything in advance. So if this was oil, I would mix everything. For this, I'm only gonna mix a couple because the problem with acrylic is that it does dry out. And so I don't wanna have to deal with that. Okay, now, if we look at the reference photo, I know because this is my photo, these were shot outdoors. And because it's natural light, you will notice that the highlights on Linda's face are a little bit blue. So what I'm gonna do first Oh, I have some zinc white. Maybe I'll try zinc white. I don't really know zinc white. <laughs> I feel like we're acquaintances. Let's just see the difference because I'm, oh, it's really thick. Maybe it's thicker than the titanium. Who here knows the difference? I don't know. I know I should. It's kind of dumb that I don't know, but whatever. Oh, that was dry. Ew, yuck. Okay, let's get rid of that. Ew, this has like crap. Ugh. It's like dried paint in there. Oh, it's so annoying. Okay, let's try that again. <laughs> I guess I haven't used these in a bit. Crap, there is like gook in here. Oh, oh it's like squeezing. Yuck. Ew. Not a fan zinc white. <laughs> okay, maybe I'll just stick with the titanium. Oh, it's so annoying when the. Ew, this is like cottage cheese. What is going on with you, Zinc White? Okay, you suck. I'm not using this crap. Uh, 
okay, I guess it's titanium. It's not Zinc White's fault. It's just that I think that tube has got issues. We're going to stick with the titanium white. Here we go. Okay, yes. I am a fan. Titanium white. You and I, we get along. <laughs> All right, here's my palette knife. And I'm just going to mix up a little touch of cerulean blue. And I'm going to make it more blue than it should be. But I do think that that is helpful because in general, for me, I try to overdo it because you know something, when I try to match colors, I just always end up with really muddy colors. And so what I try to do instead is I will try to match the color, but then I pump it up a little bit in terms of the color because I do think it's easier to have colors that are too saturated and then dull them down than to have dull colors and try to pump them up. Okay, so there's my highlight. And I would say there's like a light peachy color on the right cheekbone, doing a lot of squinting. And the shadows are very warm. So basically, if you have cool highlights, you're going to have warm shadows, vice versa. Okay. Maybe let's fix up that peachy color, which is here. Oh, this is what I don't like about acrylics. They're such a pain because they dry so fast. So what I use to clean my palette is this razor scraper. And this is so handy because you can just go in and do this. Tell me in the chat, what kind of palette do you use? I felt very proud that I finally got my act together. <laughs> I made a gloss palette. You can use other things like freezer paper from the grocery store is really good. But glass is definitely my favorite, especially with acrylics, because if you use a regular palette, it gets all gunked up and it's so disgusting. Ugh, like this is already dry. Okay. We're going to mix up that peachy color. It's actually very yellow. So let's get in some cadmium lemon. Oh, and I should mix more of this. Okay. With acrylics, you do have to pay attention to the quantity that you have of paint. And this first layer I'm going to do, it's going to be very opaque because I need to get that established. Okay. It's very dark, actually. I feel like it's still a little bit too red. I don't know. I don't want to be super picky because this is just the first layer and I'm going to do so many adjustments later on, but I want to be in the ballpark. I think that does help. Could mix colors all day. I find this very relaxing. <laughs> Who, Who here could mix colors all day? Me. <laughs> I should do this for therapy. Okay. And then it's like a really dark color in here. I'm going to use this purple that I had before. Oh man, my razor scraper. You're going to get a lot of action today. Okay. See, with acrylics, it's constant cleaning because they dry so fast. Okay. Let's take that. I'm going to put a lot of red, like a giant blob, which is a little bit scary because this red is really intense. But if you look at the portrait, it's an intense portrait. It has 
a lot of saturated colors, probably more than your average portrait. I think he needs more yellow. So we use yellow ochre. Maybe I'll use yellow ochre. I really spend a lot of time thinking through the colors. Who here has a more analytical approach to mixing colors? How many of you can just dive in and be spontaneous? That is not me. I'm really uptight about stuff in general, not just painting. <laughs> okay, that looks pretty good. And this is what I do oftentimes. I'll just take the palette knife and I'll just put a little swatch on it. I just want to see how that looks. I still feel like it doesn't have enough red. Like this just seems like an absurd amount of red, but it doesn't look right. It looks a little bit too peachy on the palette, on the painting. All right, let's try another one. Squint my eyes. It's better. I still think it needs to be a little darker. Let's put some alizarin crimson and a little bit of burnt umber. I think I'm underestimating how dark in value that area is. Maybe this will be better. Okay, even if this is not great, I'm going to start painting right away because with acrylics, clock is ticking. Okay, I'm going to start, let's see. I'm going to do the highlights first. And I'm going to paint thick. Look at how big this brush is. Don't start with those little brushes. That is the number one mistake that I see people doing. And notice I hold my brush like this. I don't hold it like this. This to me feels too much like a pencil. And you can see I don't have a lot of physical room to move around. Now like this, I can do all kinds of things. So this does feel, I think for a lot of people quite awkward at first, but I think that's okay. And I'm gonna go thick because I gotta build it up. So these are very chunky, ugly strokes, but your painting better start ugly. And if it doesn't, you're lying. <laughs> Who's painting along? Let me know. And you can also go into the Discord where I did post a lot of information, images of my sketches and things like that. Okay, I think that's too much of that white. By the way, if you're painting with acrylics, this is the brush I just used. I'm going to just stick it in here. You have to do that because with acrylics, if you just leave your brush out, you're going to let the paint dry in the brush and then that brush is over. <laughs> okay. Let's stick. Uh, I hate these flats. I feel like something wider. Okay, let's try this one. I, I just love filberts. Okay, let's do some highlights. There's a really strong one down the nose. I, I confess I love putting in highlights. It's one of my favorite parts of painting. Ugh, I don't like this brush. You know, I'm gonna do some palette knife work instead. Just do that because I feel like 
this brush it's a little bit stiff it's, it's getting some striations in there which i don't really like so maybe the palette knife is a good start we do have a really cool prompt which is to make a self-portrait palette knife painting and i know some of you in the chat have done it and it's really helpful because a lot of people don't consider the palette knife part of the process except for mixing but it's so helpful for painting with especially now because i'm trying to get in some thick stuff now this is way too blue i know it's ridiculous but i just want to block stuff in actually i'm going to do the same thing with this just to block nothing else okay now i'm going to go in with the brush give it more direction i think that will help okay and i should not neglect the hair there's quite a bit of highlight up here at the top you got to do everything together head hair neck and shoulders don't be tempted to skip one and just focus on the face which is pretty much what everybody does okay i do want to get a color for her hair her hair is quite saturated i talked to linda a couple of weeks ago she was like nobody can get my hair color <laughs> All right, let's try to get something closer. There's so much red in here. I cannot believe it. Red is not a color, at least cadmium red. It's not a color that I usually use this much. But I guess for Linda's complexion, it makes more sense. I'm just surprised. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's it. See, that was an absurd amount of cadmium red. But it works for her hair color. And back here, I'm not going to do the hair very thick because it's sort of wispy and thin. It could be that maybe the hair is an area that stays pretty thin. And maybe I bulk up the thickness of the paint on the face. trying to stay loose I'm, I'm a pretty tight painter which i'm not proud of <laughs> i wish i could be one of those like like john singer sergeant andrew zorn people I, I just am not i'm i'm sort of a wannabe when it comes to that okay some work into the ear okay the ear is not that pronounced so I think just a touch of a couple of strokes, nothing significant. Yeah, see, this is such a mushy painting. It's a mess. It's got to start that way. I really think it has to start that way. Okay. Oh, this is not high enough. Okay, I better get in. Okay, I need another big brush. I, I have to start blocking this stuff in. I'm just 
behind. Just big swaths of purple. And then down here, it's really red. Sort of kicking myself. I, I wish I had done a cool underpainting. Johanna, I should have done that. I should have copied your <laughs> underpainting that you posted in the Discord. But I just, I guess because burnt sienna, it's my go-to color. I, I just do it by default. But actually, in retrospect, it wasn't a great move. <laughs> oh, well. See, this is where the painting, it just feels so, so mushy to me right now. But it sort of has to start that way. Oh, God, it's such a mess. Oh, my God. I don't even know where it's going. Eventually, I'll get to some thinner brushes, and that's going to help. But I'm intentionally using the big brushes so I don't get all uptight. Because that is very common for me, especially. And there's like crazy bright red. Oh my God. I'm going to have to tell Linda. She's all made of cadmium red. <laughs> I'll let her know. <laughs> okay. Let me just see. Yeah. Like that's totally the color. I would never think that that was the color. Crazy. Okay. This whole section is really red. And actually, I'll bring some of this red into here as well. Ugh, that was too much. Maybe that's a little better. Okay. Cheekbone, see that? This stroke, that's a cheekbone for me. <laughs> I'm thinking about the anatomy. I really am. Okay, let's get in the clothing, which is this olive green color. I would say I probably clean my palette knife. These get really gross if you don't clean them. Make sure you're doing that after a little bit. Okay, let's see what people are asking in the chat. D Key says, actually really like the rough and almost abstract look to this as a work on its own. Well, good. I'm glad somebody thinks it looks okay because <laughs> I think it's a mess. <laughs> Sentian says, first acrylic painting was with colors I bought on Alex Rose Guidance from the intro to acrylic video. I did it all with palette knives. I think I actually prefer them to brushes. They're so underused. Everybody thinks painting is about brushes. And certainly brushes are a big part of it, but the palette knife is such a good friend. <laughs> W315 says, I don't like striations either. It's the stiffness of the brush hairs that causes that. It's called Clara didn't really clean the brushes very well last time. <laughs> and there's a couple chunks in there that are really frustrating. All right, so we've got Johanna who is muddling along 
Cloudy is trying. This is good. This is, this is a start, you guys. <laughs> this is great. Keep sharing all of your experiences because this is a big group conversation. I know I'm the one who's here on voice, but I hope that you all get as much from each other as you do from me. Heather says, found a drawing tablet, a yard sale, covered it with glass. I put neutral gray palette paper under it, but the move around, so it's kind of a pain. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of us just put up with not so hot art supplies just because we're too lazy to <laughs> get a good, I, I had this piece of glass sitting in my studio for way too long. Okay, let's mix some of that green. Oh, I should probably do a, well, no, I could just do this. Okay. How about, hmm. I think, let's just try ultramarine. Ultramarine and yellow ochre would be good. If I could find it, here it is. We're going to use a Charvin for the yellow ochre. I love yellow ochre. I feel like yellow ochre, you can't go wrong. It never messes anything up. It's okay in any circumstance. There are other colors like cadmium red who can completely kill the party. Which is your favorite yet, red? I really like Lizard Crimson. I have cadmium red there just because I need a red that has more yellow in it, but it's not really my favorite color. Okay, let's try a little swatch. need a darker one on this side. So I'm gonna take the color I just had and I'm gonna mix a darker version. Let's just get more ultramarine. Ultramarine blue is really good for value. If you wanna darken something, you pretty much cannot go wrong with ultramarine. Again, another all purpose darkening color that I find very helpful. I think it's a little too blue. Let's get a little bit of cadmium yellow in there just to pump it up a little more. Ugh, it's like puke green. Yuck. But you know what? You need those pukey colors. They're going to help you out. I'm sure the shape of this is way off, but I just want to put something down because I need to know what all the colors are. So what a lot of people do is they will paint the face, but then they don't add the colors of the hair and the clothing until much later and then you sort of get screwed because once you add this green it's like it totally changes all of the color dynamics so i think it's a big mistake to wait to add those areas okay uh i think it's time to clean my brushes okay yeah i think i need more of this just to differentiate some of that. Something's funky up here. I feel like this is too high. Anyway, let's do the background. I don't want to do the same blue, so maybe I'll make it. Hmm. This is really warm and it's very red. So maybe I'll do like a frosty green in the background. Yeah, let's try that. Okay, first though, 
I need my razor scraper. Painting is so much maintenance. Like, ugh, I really like drawing sometimes. It's just like me, the paper and the charcoal. That's it. This is like pellet knife and scraper. And oh my gosh, it's so much. I do love my razor scraper though. It's so easy to clean pellet when it's like this. You do have to make sure you clean the scraper right away because when this gets scooped up with paint, it's really gross. All right, we're gonna really blob on some major titanium white. I want this thick. I don't want it to be remotely thin. Like I, I really wanna build up, I guess the muscle of the piece. All right, we want a really cool green. And I'm making up this color. This color does not exist in this portrait. I'm using it based on the set of colors I already have. So I want something cool. Let's go with ultramarine because the cerulean is a little bit too yellow. And for now, I'm going to make it pretty light. I think I'm going to go with the cadmium yellow. I think the yellow ochre, it's a little too close to gray. And so I think it's not a great fit for what I'm doing. I don't, I don't want the background to be really dull. There is quite a bit of it. So I think that would be a mistake. And I'm mixing a very large portion because this is the type of thing. It's not that I'm worried that I won't get the same color again, because I don't think that matters so much, but it's just a pain to have to keep remixing. <laughs> so a lot of the times you can say to yourself, okay, what acreage of the painting do I really want to cover? And how much do I have to mix according to that? Oh, that's still really similar. I think I need more cadmium yellow. Let's just see. I don't know. I changed my mind. I don't know. That just looks so dull. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pull an Alex row. Let's try Naples yellow. <laughs> Let's just see. Because he is so into Naples yellow. And I want to see, I'm just going to put a little blob there. Let's just see what that looks like. All right, people, let me know. Naples yellow or light green? I sort of really like the Naples yellow, but the thing is it goes against the warm colors in here. But then again, maybe the yellow plays off the purple. Ooh. I think I'm going to do Naples. I, I don't know. Tell me. Naples yellow or the green? I, I'm kind of going towards the Naples yellow. I guess Alex Rowe is right. <laughs> Naples yellow is the solution to everything, I suppose. Oh, man. You're all making it difficult for me. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put the Naples yellow next to this. Let's see how that looks against the highlight. And then let's do the same thing. Oh, wrong color. Let's do the same thing here. I'm going to take this green. I'm going to put it next to the blue. Now, of course, it's not the final color. Yeah, I like the Naples yellow, too. We have so many people. Raven, uh, Picket Fences, Ignacio, Sophia. Yeah, I'm going to do Naples yellow. Okay, let's do it. Condi says, love how you paint like a sculpture. You're so intuitive. Thank you so much for your tutorials. Thank you, Condi. Well, that's not an accident because I did do my master's degree in sculpture. So even though I'm not a sculptor with a capital S, I do have that sculptural experience. 
which I am quite grateful for. Okay, I don't usually do this, but because I just want to go straight Naples yellow, let's <laughs> just blob it on. I, I don't really recommend this. It's just, this is so much area I need to cover. Let's see. I feel like I'm frosting a cake. All right, here, I got to fix this neck because I think I made it too high. Just gonna lower it. I can always fix it later. Okay, and I do want this thick. I'll just use the palette knife to toss it on and then I'll go back in with a brush and get something that looks a little less scrapey. I don't think that's a word, but whatever. I'm just slapping it on real fast. Now see, when you add that Naples yellow, the whole painting changes because now you have to look at everything in relation to the Naples yellow. And that's why I've never understood a lot of people won't do the background until they're done with everything else. But it's like you have to let the Naples yellow enter the conversation. If you don't do that early on, you can really mess up the call relationships later on. Now notice, I'm not trying to fix anything yet. I mean, there's a million things I need to fix. I'm just trying to slap down the paint as quickly as I possibly can. And then I'll go in and I'll make those changes later on. Although I'm already seeing this should be more of a tilt. So I might take it back. <laughs> I am gonna change a couple things. And this section here, because Linda has this wispy hair, I'm not gonna, paint around it. I'm just going to put Naples yellow here, knowing that eventually I'll paint over that. And so really what I want to focus on more is up here. A lot of squinting. Who here squints? I squint so much. I feel like I can't see. I don't squint. Okay. All right. I know she looks too thin, but <laughs> this is it for now. And I think I am going to go over this. No, maybe I won't go over it with a brush. Maybe I'll just keep piling it on. <laughs> I think that would be fun. Okay. Let's just keep going. Because do you see some of these sections? You can still see the canvas. I want it thick. Only because when I was in art school, I was so timid of a painter. I kept smoothing everything out and I didn't like texture and I never painted very thick. And so now I want to go back and live the life that I was too afraid to live before. <laughs> Plus when you get older, it's awesome. Except for all the ache and aches and pains. But I love getting older. You just care less and less what people think about you. It's great. It's very liberating. Folks over the age of 40, do you agree? <laughs> it's just awesome. Stuff I used to freak out. I'm like, I don't care. I really don't care. It's great. Okay, nice. I mean, this is just the very beginning. This might be something that I have to do in a second stream because oh, painting is so freaking slow. It is not something you can 
pull together in two hours. But the nice thing about acrylic is you don't have to worry about the paint drying, which is the biggest issue with oil is that if you're painting in layers, you really do have to wait several days in between layers. But with acrylics, you don't have to do that. Okay, let's go in and get some more changes going. I'm going to go, I'm still going to use a big brush, even though it doesn't make a lot of sense. Ah, oh, shoot, I need more of that. Zinc white, I don't like you. Not in general, that zinc white. That particular zinc white is a problem. Okay, let's get more of that cerulean blue. But when it came out, it was like cottage cheese. It was so disgusting. And I guess I just don't have the patience right now for that. <laughs> I don't have the patience in general. <laughs> I'm not saying, ah, that big blob of white, yuck. Oh, so annoying. I should have used that white earlier. Oh, well. Okay, the other thing I'm going to do, I'm going to take some of this blue and I'm going to put a little touch of this peachy color. And it is kind of nice to have that as a transition color. So oftentimes people think about color mixing as, oh, you mix this color with that color. And sure, that's how a lot of it works. But oftentimes I'll have colors that are already mixed and I'll mix them together. And sometimes you get a more unusual color that way because it's already a mixture of several other colors. Okay, let's let's go before I feel like the clock is ticking when I'm painting with acrylics. Okay, now I'm gonna clean things up. And you'll notice my pace is gonna slow down a lot because I am gonna to try to think more deliberately. This is less about toss down colors and it's a lot more about making changes. Still gonna to try to be a little thicker. I gotta to get to those eyes. See, here's the thing, right now, I want to use a thin brush, but I'm not going to let myself do it because I know I'm going to get picky. And that is a problem. All right, let's really get, she's got a really pronounced cheekbone here. And so another thing I do with the brush work is I try to move the brush in the direction of the form. So the direction of the form here, there's a stroke here and it moves down. And this one, not so much. And so right now, the brush I'm using, it's uncomfortably large. I don't like it, but it's actually helping me. You know something? I'm going to brighten this a little bit. Whoops. Hang on. I'll be right back. Okay, hopefully that's a little better. The color and light changes throughout the stream. And so I find I do have to go in and adjust it. Gotta be bolder. Come on, Clara, stop being a wimp. <sighs> oh, 
Oh, you ever look at your portrait and you're just like, oh my God, there's so much crap I have to do. <sighs> it's like, sometimes it's hard to even know where to begin. So here, I'm going to take some of this purple. I'm going to mix some of it in here. And that can be really helpful. I got to find a way to use that big blob of green. There is a lot of green in flush tone, so that will help me. That's still really light. So I do mix with my brush a little bit, not a lot, but I do try when I can, because sometimes you can get some really good variations. Yeah, like here, I needed something that was dark, but not too dark. I'm gonna literally quote my painting professor from RISD. He used to always say verbatim, use the brush as a plane constructing tool and that's what i'm doing right now is i'm trying to build planes Ugh, this is one of those things it's like oh my god there's so much to do fix this fix that ah. actually the nose is quite dark because it's got a really strong highlight, but that's kind of it. Oh yeah, and I need way more up there. This is way too light. Keep those comments and your questions coming. I'm not gonna do it right this second because I'm painting, but in a little bit, I will take a break from painting so that I can answer questions. Now I'm getting lazy about cleaning my brush because I just don't feel like it. I know I shouldn't do that. See, now my colors are getting kind of yucky, so I'm gonna do some cleaning. Okay, let's see what people are saying in the chat. Laura says, I love the shriveled carved apple head vibes the painting gives off at this stage. It took me way too long to learn not to give up too early during the ugly phase. Oh, this is ugly. It looks really bad right now. <laughs> it looks... Steve is asking, is it common a lot of artists that we tend to talk to ourselves? I always caught myself. Anyone? Oh, yeah. Here. <laughs> like, Clara, stop it. Clara, loosen up. Clara, you have to forget about that. Don't let that get in the way. Oh my gosh. It's a constant monologue in my head. I'm going to see if I can make this a little bit brighter. Not sure if I'll be able to do it. Let me just check with my webcam because the lighting isn't great. But until that loads, I want to say thank you so much to Frigilito for the super chat who says, thank you for these tutorials. Would love to see you tackling gouache again soon. Oh my gosh. I am so bad at gouache. I, I don't think you guys want to see me do gouache, especially when we have streams by Alex Rowe where he's just so masterful. I, oh my gosh. 
If you want to see a klutz, that's who I am when it comes to gouache. Okay, let me see if that, oh, maybe I will be able to do it. Candy's asking, how are you choosing your brushes? I basically love filberts. These are filberts. They're a little bit longer and they're rounded on the sides. And so one of the reasons I like the filberts because they're a little bit longer, they tend to be a little more flexible. So for example, if you have, this is a flat, well, I guess that one's pretty long. Anyway, there are some flats no, that's a filbert. I'm just a filbert girl. Gosh, I don't have any flats here. Anyway, some of the flats, they're not very long. And so what happens is they become very stiff. And I don't like that very much. I much prefer for my brushes to feel more flexible. Yeah, it doesn't want me to. Sorry. I know it's a little bit dark. George says, wait till you hit 50 or 60, then you really won't give a crap. Awesome. <laughs> it sounds like it's only going to get better. <laughs> Angelic says, want the wisdom, but not the crunchy bones. Oh my gosh, I'm stretching all day. It stinks. <laughs> Raven says, bones are so crunchy. I sound like a bag of chips. Awesome. It's not just me. Iked, I don't know how to say that name, sorry. Thank you so much for these paint alongs. They are so inspiring. I'm gonna try to do one once a month. We have a lot of changes in programming because we're just trying to keep up with everybody else. So it's not always super predictable. Do I go to a thinner brush? Ugh. I really try not to because when I do, I get picky, which I don't like. I'm going to do the bigger brush, just a little bit more. Because I do think there's some passages that could use it. Oh man, I'm avoiding the lips. I should really get those in there. I'm not going to bother with the teeth right now. And I got to re do some of my highlights. Some of them disappeared. There's a really nice one here on the chin. Oh, and I also need, I hate cleaning brushes. Just so much maintenance. This is why I'm not a painter. Painting is slow. It takes maintenance. It's expensive, but I know it's awesome. I know. <laughs> I'm not saying don't paint. I'm just saying if you're frustrated, by how much work it is, it just is. There's nothing to do with you. Oh, that's so gross. What did I just do? Ugh. Okay, I think I need the thinner brush. Uh, let's try something like this. I need to do a little more drawing at this stage. And I gotta paint thicker. I don't think I'm painting thick enough.
think I better figure out the contour. I, I feel like this shape, <laughs> it looks like wearing a helmet. I don't like that. So I need more Naples yellow to get around that. And I think I need to do a couple things. Her hair really needs to be more active. I feel like I made it not so great. I'm going to let it smudge a little more with the Naples yellow because I don't like these very harsh edges. I think they are making it harder for me. So if I try to loosen up a little more, that might help. And, hmm. You know what? I'm going to hint at the hair because I think not having that shape is messing with me a little bit. And oh my gosh, could the lighting be more complicated? Does everybody see she's got a wisp of hair and then there's a shadow on the face? Ugh. It's very beautiful. I just, it's hard to paint because this chunk of hair is actually quite substantial. I can't really get away with not acknowledging it. And actually it's quite yellow. So let me get a big blob of yellow ochre there. And I think that's going to help me with that section. Oh man, this looks like crap. Ugh, it looks really bad. Oh my God. It's a good thing I'm older and don't give a crap. <laughs> Oftentimes I have two brushes in my hand at the same time. And it's helpful because you can switch back and forth a lot faster. So that might be something some of you can try. I mean, sometimes I have eight brushes in my hand because having to pick them up can become a pain in the butt. Oh, shoot, I'm out of my shadow color. Okay, well, let's get some alizarin crimson, some ultramarine blue. Oh, maybe I'll use this. <laughs> yeah, there we go. See, that green is totally fine. And again, we need a giant blob of cadmium red because apparently that is Linda's color. <laughs> Oh my gosh, maybe the cadmium red is really weak. I'm not used to cadmium red needing so much of it. It could just be this particular paint brand. Maybe that's it. Where's my red? Oh, hang on. It's on the floor. Okay. Let's just try more. It's weird because usually cadmium red is not a weak color. Or maybe this isn't. Yeah, this is cadmium red light hue. That's weird. It just seems sort of absurd to need this much of it. Okay, let's try that. Where was I? Oh, right, the neck. Okay, let's try this. Here I'm really trying to actually draw it to the degree it needs to be drawn. Actually, that's quite dark. Oh my gosh, this is just like a red painting. So weird. I'm, I'm just shocked <laughs> by the amount. 
Okay, that's a little bit better for the neck. The neck does need a lot of work, though. I feel like I'm really ignoring the eyes. So actually, you know what I really should do? I should mix a very dark color and get in some of those pockets. Okay. Although I, I really love these wrinkles on her head. These are fantastic. The other thing too, the reason I chose this reference photo, I, I'm just tired of that same Mona Lisa, I'm content portrait. Because you know, a lot of the times we're not content as people. <laughs> a lot of the times we struggle with things. And I, I just feel like, why, why is it always that? Why is it that default content person tends to be what you see with portraits? But I just don't think the world is like that all the time. Yeah, I think it's time to get in some darks. So for darks, I really like Elizabeth. I mean, this is my go-to mixture. What's your go-to mixture? <laughs> I have a lot of them. I really like Ultramarine and Lizard and Crimson. Clean my palette. Normally, I like to have a really big palette. My preference would be a palette that is 18 by 24. But with the live streaming and the setup, I just can't do it. Because the nice thing about a big palette, you don't have to clean it that much. Right now, I'm having to clean a lot. Especially because it's acrylic and everything dry so fast. Okay, let's try that. All right. Ultramarine, Lizard Crimson. I want something pretty dark. And you know something? Maybe I'll make it a little more blue because I feel like there's so much red in here and orangey colors that actually maybe a bluish dark would make sense here. Let's make it more blue than I think it should be and see how that works out. I'm gonna put just a little swatch. Hang on, it's got crap in it. Oh, I didn't mix the color all the way. This is what I get for not cleaning. It's just, I'm really impatient. I hate stopping and painting, <laughs> mixing and cleaning. Ah. Yeah, let, let's do that. It's really blue. But like I said, I much prefer to overdo the color just because I, I'm one of those people, I'm not good at color. I'm not like Lauren. And so my tendency is everything just turns to mud. I tend to like monochromatic pieces. And for that reason, I, I'm just not that attracted to bright colors. And so for me, it's like hard to do saturated colors. Tell me in the chat, which one do you find yourself more attracted to in general, muted colors or bright colors? Okay, let's try, oh, I'm still painting thick. I was gonna say maybe some matte medium, but I think I need to bulk it up still. Okay, now I'm really gonna draw because these eyes are really intense and I need them to have that presence. I'm gonna treat them more like eye sockets right now 
rather than painting in the eyes. I'll get there. It's just right now it's not that important. Maybe some light strokes to help articulate those wrinkles in the skin. I have to like count the wrinkles. Not sure if I'm doing too many. Ugh, I feel like the eyes. Everybody gets picky with the eye, including myself. It's really hard not to. Okay, and actually, I think I got to move the nose over. I think it got a little bit pushed to the left. Maybe because this, oh, you know what? This is what I need. I think because I didn't articulate that cheekbone enough. So what I'm going to do, just because I really need that highlight on the nose to pop. This is so not the color it's supposed to be, but whatever. Yeah, because I'm losing all my highlights here. Uh, come on. Such a mess. Why is this such a mess? So annoying. I think the cheekbone, it's like, I think I need more Naples yellow. It's like, sometimes painting, it's such a guessing game. Like, is it this? Maybe it's that? Not sure. Who else feels that way? It's just, it's not straightforward. It's just a series of oftentimes just trial and error to see how that works. Oh, and actually I don't have enough of a neck. That was the problem. Yeah, that's better. Because I really want to get the structure. So the chin, cheekbone. Oh my gosh, that looks terrible. Okay, yeah, that was too much. <laughs> okay, let's scale it back. Yeah, I don't need that much. Oh, it's just a mess. See, now I'm getting all these like chunky bits of paint that are kind of annoying. Oh, it's such a mess. Yuck. But I'm picking right now and I really shouldn't. I need to get back into some of the other things. Okay, but let's take a look at the chat. See what people are saying. Oh my God, I just looked at it at the screen and it's so freaking scary looking. Awesome heart. I hope you can start drawing with us. Yeah, you don't have to paint if you want to use the same reference photo and use another material. I think that's super fun. Oh, this is interesting. So many people here like muted colors. Oh, I've always wanted to try Payne's Gray Sentient Charcoal. Because again, Alex Rowe talks about how awesome it is, but it's a little too muted. And I guess I'm just really worried that it's going to get super dull. Heather's go-to color, burnt umber and ultramarine. I really like that combination too, because it's a very cool dark. This has very little azure crimson in it. It's mostly ultramarine blue. 
No more Kami says, generally the hue is two or more pigments that simulate the original color. Yeah, hues tend to be not as intense. They tend to cost less. Maybe that's why it's not as strong as authentic cadmium red. Yeah, it's, I haven't used this brand that much, so I don't feel like I really understand it that well. I have to spend a lot more time with that. Ginger says, you apply paint very thick, usually water my acrylics way down. I guess I could build it more incrementally, but my thing is that that takes forever and I don't want to wait that long. No more Kami says, how would you describe your experience with acrylic painting? I'm very biased because I was trained on oil and I love oil and this is a whole other beast altogether. And I'm sorry, acrylic people, but it just doesn't feel that good in my brush. There's something about the feel of oil in my brush as it moves across the canvas I love. This just feels chunky, I guess because it's impossible to get like perfectly fresh paint all the time. Inevitably, as you mix more, there's going to be little bits of dried paint. I mean, I suppose you could not be as impatient as me and maybe make sure that doesn't happen, but I just feel like that would take so long. Lev says, currently working on not making my colors muddy. I am known for it. I also like it. It's hard. That sounds just like me. <laughs> I love the subtle grays, but then it turns to mush and it's just not good for me. Laura says, if you're struggling with acrylics, drying too fast, recently discovered fluid retardant, which can be added to your paint to give you more time. It's a real game changer. Yeah, sometimes it's called slow dry medium. I'm lazy and didn't get any today, <laughs> but I really should because again, Alex Rowe made it look like a lot of fun. Heather says, what do you mean trying to keep up with everyone else? Your content is incredible. The way you use different platforms to create wraparound support is amazing. I guess if you're talking, Heather, about what I was saying earlier, feeling like a wannabe painter, it's just, it's not a good fit for the way my brain works. My brain is better with drawing and sculpture. And so inherently painting just doesn't feel as comfy for me. It's sort of like a pair of jeans that isn't quite broken in and they're okay, but they're not that comfortable, <laughs> something like that. Awesome. Diki says zombie feeling. <laughs> yes, George, everything looks better when you squint. <laughs> G1 says, when I look at the photo, her highlight looks closer to yellow. What would happen if I use yellow hue for the face and blue for the background? Go for it. It's a reference photo. The photo is just there to get you started. And I don't think anybody would care if you make those changes. In fact, I think that's what makes it interesting. I think what's not interesting is when people really try to copy the photo verbatim, match exactly the color. It's like, why even do it? It's a lot more fun when you can play with things a lot more. Oh, crap. Yes. We have to deal with the teeth at some point. Thank goodness they're very dark and not that visible. 
Heather's asking in a CE class, the professor said not to paint the nostrils. Why is that? I would like to know too. I think that's really weird. Why would you not paint the nostrils? My theory is that a lot of people don't like to paint nostrils because especially if you're looking upwards at somebody like you are here with Linda, that it looks like a pig nose, but you have to paint nostrils. It's such a significant part of the nasal, nasal structure. Dark stars asking, do you paint mixed color with the mindset that acrylic paint will get darker as it dries? Not really. I don't see that big of a difference. Where I really see differences with gouache, like I don't know how people deal with that because when you paint with gouache, it really is a different color once it dries. Maybe it is with acrylic. I don't notice it that much, but I'm not somebody that looks that carefully. It could just be me. Laura says, I appreciate when artists share their struggles. It makes me realize I'm not a poser. Everyone is just figuring out as they go. Anybody who doesn't tell you that they are struggling as well, that's a very curated view of being an artist. And it's just not like that. And unfortunately, the internet is full of people like that who remove all the mistakes, just put in the fun stuff. But those mistakes are critical to learning. You have to make those mistakes. Candy says, the super thick texture of oil paint is overwhelming. What can I use to thin it out? You can use oil medium. I do three parts Gamsol or whatever solvent you're using. One part stand oil and one part linseed. Stand oil is heated and so it's thick. It's sort of like honey. And I use that, I put it in a squirt bottle, squirt it onto the palette. We do have an oil painting tutorial that you can check out. All right. What I'm gonna to try to do now is have more physical distance to the painting. My brush, keep on my brush. Because ah, I'm already seeing, I, I really need to fix this part. I need the chin to pop more. So this is like a drawing issue. This is not really the painting part so much. But it's like that makes a really big difference in terms of her neck feeling like it has more structure. It was a little bit mushy. Okay. I need more of that pinkish flesh tone. So, you know, I'm gonna try the Naples yellow as a base for that pinkish tone. Let's see if that works. I'm not sure if it will. All right, some cadmium red. Cause normally what I do is cadmium red with some cadmium yellow, but let's see if this works better. Actually, maybe some alizarin crimson would be better. I feel like this is too yellow. Maybe the alizarin crimson will give it a little bit more value and just a tint of blue. I mean, to me, alizarin crimson is almost purple. It's really, really dark. It's like blood. <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> Yuck. All right, let's try that. Okay, I'll see if that works out better. Let's 
clean my palette knife. was I? Oh, I guess I wanted to fix this section here. This edge is killing me right now. Oh, I'm getting, I need more brushes. See, when you have more brushes, you don't have to clean as much. <laughs> That's the only reason. <laughs> I wish I had an artsy reason why, but I don't. <laughs> it's just... Oh my god, it's so much mixing! I keep drawing. See, this is why I'm like... I think I'd rather use water mixable oils, even though they're not my favorite. I do prefer regular oil painting more. But at the very least, the water mixables don't dry that fast. But I know acrylic is more accessible for some people. So I do think it is worthwhile to demo so people see that yes in theory you can get good results <laughs> i don't know if i'm gonna get good results today <laughs> who knows it looks like such a mess oh my god this is terrible <laughs> so this is you can't paint what are you doing why are you teaching people okay i got totally off track I was supposed to be adding those darks, and of course now I'm like noodling around the chin. But I guess it's like that shape is really bugging me right now. All right, let's go back to the darks. All right. Because really the neck is super mushy right now. It's not good. Actually, I am going to go with a thinner brush. Just because I, I need to do a little more drawing. And this will help so it doesn't turn into an absolute disaster. See, look, there's a nostril. You need that. Actually, I'm going to lift some of that. I feel like that didn't come out great. All right, so this nostril is visibly a lot darker and bigger than the other one. All right, it's time to whip out the small brushes. I'm gonna go back to the big ones eventually, but right now, this is what I need. This highlight on the nose is really dramatic. So I really wanna get it in there. make that thicker. I feel like that's too thin. Still pretty blocky looking, but I think it's necessary. Oh, I feel like I messed up the nostrils. I feel like they're too far to the right. Shoot. Okay, maybe I just need to move this over. Mm, this one's way too big. Oh, but then I have to move this one over. Oh, that's so annoying. Whatever. Yeah, I think that one 
I mean, I do think something like the nostrils, like the placement really is important. So it is worth your time to do that. And then here's the, is it the filcrum? Not filcrum, filtrum. <laughs> That's what it is, filtrum. Oh, I hate cleaning brushes. Can somebody come and just clean brushes for me? <laughs> It'd be really nice. I want to get rid of this highlight. This highlight is too much. It's getting in the way. Oh, I still feel like, oh my God, there's so much to do. Actually, I probably should give a little hint of the eyes. Just a tiny bit. Of course, now it looks really creepy. Okay, this is really scary. It's okay. All right, let's do the mouth because I've been putting it off. And then let's just take a pass at the teeth. I'm not gonna paint them yet. I just wanna put them there. And then maybe some brightness down here, fix that up. Oh, and I definitely need more. Yeah, this highlight on the chin got a little out of control. Oh, this brush is too small. I'm too lazy to get another one. All right, that, that's a little bit less horrible. <laughs> so actually here, I'm gonna mix this color and I'm gonna add some of this light blue. Again, mixing between colors that are already in your palette. It can be a time saver, actually. Oh, I feel this brush is too thin. I'm too lazy to fix it. It's all about laziness. You know what I'm also going to do? So I have this blue, but I feel like I need a brownish dark. One that's a little more warm. So I'm going to take some burnt umber clean my palette here because it's getting gross. Okay. Uh, so much to hold. <laughs> oh, yuck. Oh, come on. Okay. All right, let's try some burnt umber. I'm going to put a touch of blue, not very much. Actually, I'll add some alizarin crimson. Well, maybe mostly alizarin with burnt umber. Because I am craving something like that. Oh my gosh, my desk is such a mess. I'll take a photo for you later. <laughs> I'll post it in the Discord so you can see what a wreck it is. And actually, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take some of this. Mixture of the purple, and I'm going to mix some of the brown. Although, I don't know, maybe that'll get me to lose the value. I do want a little more articulation in this lower section. 
yeah, like in here, this neck muscle or tendon rather. So you can see it follows down like this. Okay, and then that's a perfect segue into this like really dark tone to articulate that part of the neck. Okay, now she has these wrinkles that go across. I'm not gonna paint them right now because those are pretty cosmetic. Instead, I'm going to look at just the general shape. So there's sort of like a pocket of brown here, which is pretty large. So I'm still just looking at the planes of things. Ugh, so gucked up. Okay, and then down here, well, I don't know, maybe I'm not ready for that yet. Yeah. Like, this is what I mean when I say holding multiple brushes, so that way I don't have to switch all the time, which is nice. Oh, this is becoming such a mess. This is the point where you just get all fed up with the work you're doing. Actually, I kind of like this purple and I'll add a little cadmium red. So that way, yeah, that's pretty good. Okay, I like that better. And then there's this like shadow that comes down and we do need a little bit more of that like peachy color. And eventually what I will do is I'll add some glazes. I'm just not there yet because to add glazes, which are transparent paint, you need to have the opacity established. Okay, let me do a little bit more on the darkness. I feel like this area is becoming uncontrollably gross. So I think I need to get into that area and really figure out the lights. Okay, let's see what people are talking about in the chat. Crispy's asking, are you planning on adding the Wednesday streams back to the schedule? We're not. We're only going to stream on Sundays because I just have too much going on in my schedule and same thing with the staff. Lisa says, I try to avoid out of the tube, but does it hurt in an underpainting or when it's lower layer? It's fine. When I primed this canvas, and actually I can show you, this was the warm up that I did. This brown, which is the underpainting, this is just burnt sienna straight. I don't bother with that because yeah, when it's in the lower layers, it's not gonna make that big of a difference. King Casey says, I think the thing about the blue is it looks like a bit out of the tube. Maybe try mixing the brown with more of the blue. Well, I'm overdoing it on purpose. Eventually it will get toned down. It's just, I know myself and I know if I add blue, brown to the blue, it's gonna get too muddy for me. It depends on the person. Some people maybe have more control than I do and can hit it sooner. I just can't. I always overcompensate because I just know I'm gonna do that. Thank you so much, Sentient Charcoal, for the super sticker. 
keep those super stickers coming, everybody. They're incredibly important to us. We struggle with budget and I am constantly trying to keep everything balanced and up and running, but our Patreon has gone down a lot. And so we really need that to change. I showed this again at the end of the stream, but there was one point on the Patreon where we were at 4,000. We're now at 3,700. That $300 makes a difference to us. We're such a small organization that if we lose 100 a month, it can be a problem. So if you can contribute, send us a super chat, anything you can do, become a Patreon supporter, you get all kinds of perks, please. <laughs> I wanna stay up and running and it's precarious. Our budget is a challenge for us all the time. Oh, this is smart, Lisa. Took off my glasses, see the itty bitty phone screen. My painting now looks much better. Yeah, I have contacts, so <laughs> I can't really do that in the middle of the painting. But if you got glasses, hey, why not? S Dash says, my canvas underpainting is a light blue because I realize I don't have white paint. It feels like I'm doing watercolor trying to leave all the highlights untouched. But it could be a fun experience. Sometimes just something that really rocks the boat from your normal studio practice can be a really good experience. Oh, we've got somebody I got a block. Thank you. Art Ansika says how to paint like the old masters. Do a master copy. That is such a good exercise, even if you don't want to paint like the old masters, because it gets you to step outside of your regular technique and try something different. And we do have streams where we demo how to do a master copy. It's a such a good experience. I've done several in the past. Okay, let's jump back in. My agenda, let's get into those blues a little bit more. And I also want to get into this area, which is a disaster right now. I mean, the whole painting's a disaster. <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> okay. I'm going to squint at the painting, not the photo. I do do that. I'm not saying don't do that. But I think right now I have to look at the painting on its own and figure out what's going on. Oh, I need a small brush. I forgot I was doing the blues. Okay, so now I'm really gonna draw because the painterly stuff is really good in the beginning and later on when you have things better established. But right now I, I just need to organize this stuff better. I feel like the bone structure is such a mess. I mean, it, it has to be. Everything has to start as a mess. Th this whole instant good painting thing, it doesn't exist. Does anybody here feel pressure that I got to get it right first? <laughs> all my work has to be good. If it's not all good, I'm a terrible artist. No, 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 no. 
if you are telling me that everything you do is good because you're such a master, you are totally lying. I'm sorry. I just, I just don't believe it. I, I think you have to make bad work. You have to try things out and see if they happen. And a lot of times they don't, and that's okay. I mean, that's the experience for me. Maybe one of you is magical and can do good work all the time, but uh, I can't. That is for sure. Oh, I need thicker brushes. I don't know. I always feel like whatever brushes in my hand is the wrong size. If I have a big one, I wish I had a small one. I just think the internet has been really bad because for artists in some ways, I mean, in some ways it's been great, but in a lot of ways it's become a real problem, especially for younger artists who see this illusion of what being an artist is. And it frustrates me that they have that. I mean, when I was growing up, ignorance was bliss. We just didn't see what other people were doing. Like the only people I saw were the people at my high school and there were not that many people at my high school who wanted to do this. And so in some ways, I think that helped me because I wasn't worrying about what, oh, this person half my age is drawing better than me, which is what a lot of people worry about. But honestly, don't worry about that. It's not important. Being an artist is not just technique. It's so many other things. So don't bother yourself about that. Especially when we have older people who are here who started art maybe later in life, they feel very frustrated that, oh my gosh, I saw this 14 year old, they're painting this, this, and this. But then, you know, what's interesting is a lot of the younger people will say, I'm so frustrated because I don't know what to paint. And so you can have all the technique in the world, but that technique does not guarantee that you've got something to say as an artist. So it goes both ways. It, it, there's advantages and disadvantages to all kinds of ages and you work with what you've got. That's all you can do. I'm not saying don't practice your technique. If that's important to you, do it. But don't tell yourself that that is the holy grail as an artist. Oh, I'm picking, Clara's taught picking. Steve, if you're still in the chat, there's my example. <laughs> Stop picking. Because really what I'm doing right now, I'm just going, I'm fixing stuff. This really feels more like drawing than anything else. I'm going to build up some of these highlights. Make that shadow that's coming down in the neck. It's very dramatic. So I'm really trying to give it more presence. Okay. Really, I'm focusing on the lighting. The lighting is absolutely critical. All right. Back to the blue brush, <laughs> which I was, I kept saying I was going to do it, but then I didn't. This is really drawing. This is me really trying to hit it. 
so the teeth, I'm just doing a little texture so it doesn't look like a mouth guard or something silly like that. Mm, a little more of this pink. I mean, this painting still has a ways to go. I mean, you would think that by now I would have settled in. Nope, not even close. Okay, now for some drawing in some of these wrinkles. I'm just trying to get the mouth established. A lot of people think, oh, well, to do the mouth, what you need to do is work on the mouth. No, actually, it's supporting structures that are around the mouth that are much more important. Chin is really bugging me. I think because there's all these skin folds here that make it really hard to define. And also because she's backlit, it's tougher. Oh, that's too much. Shoot. I think the lip is not wide enough. And maybe I'll just toss in a thin layer because there, there are these strokes, but I don't want them that light. Maybe if I add a little bit of this, maybe a little lizard. So it is worth it to mix your colors with your brush because you can just tint things, but I wouldn't do it all the time because eventually you do end up with like a lot of paint just like caked up and it's not fun. Oh, that's too dark now. Shoot. Let's try this instead. Because I, I want this mouth to be more dimensional. Because actually, this is quite light. And also, right now, I'm not really thinking that much about color. I will eventually. But right now, it's not that important to me. I think right now what's more important is value and also the lighting, the structure. I'll go back in and I'll change the colors with all kinds of glazes, but right now I'm not ready for that. There's all kinds of other things <laughs> that I need to get fixed first. Like, I just wanted to a cadmium red glaze over this whole thing. Oh, shoot. See, this is yucky. Oh, it's getting so much yuck. I think I overdid some of the highlights up here. Oh, but now I want to put them back. <laughs> it's like such a pain. One step forward, several steps back. This is part of it. Oh, I'm getting sidetracked again. I was supposed to work on this. I really want this cheekbone to be stronger. Okay, let's go back. to here. Yeah, it's like, I want to fix everything all at once. 
but you can't do that. Okay, let's get in. I need more drawing in here. I just feel like this is getting really gross. And you know something? I might hint at the wrinkles a little bit. I, I probably am going to have to repaint them later, but they're going to help me show the direction of the skin. And I think that will help. So now you can see I am starting to introduce more of the thick brushes again. color it's it's like you put down the color and you're like Ugh, that is not the color i need right now what i really need is just more thick brush work i think i was getting a little picky because i had all the small brushes yeah i need more like this one tendon in the neck pretty important and I need it to be very present. Yeah, and even down here, there's a couple of these wrinkles and I think I'm going to add them. Here's the thing is even if things eventually get painted over, it's okay because that's, oh, why did I do that? Oh, shoot, that was still wet. Ugh. Let's go back in and add, because I feel like I'm really losing that highlight on the neck. You can see I'm spending just as much time on the neck as I am on everything else. People think portraits are eyes, nose, and mouth. They're not. It's everything including the ear, which I'm ignoring. <laughs> it's really dumb. I shouldn't be doing that. Okay, and actually, I should take my palette knife and maybe scrape. Oh, geez, that made it worse. Okay, no, don't do that. <laughs> Let's do something else. All right, I, I really need these wrinkles to be better because this one is very bold, the one I'm painting right now. And I'd rather, again, like everything else, it be too bold than not bold enough. She also needs a lower lip, which I have not done. <laughs> so the lower lip comes around this way. And there is quite a bit of darkness below here. Ah, I thought that I had pink on it. Shoot. And then some slight wrinkles that are coming down from the lip. Because really, the thing about skin is skin stretches. And so when the skin is stretching in a specific direction, you want your brushwork to match that. Okay, I got to get over here. Actually, no, I need a little more hair. Anybody feel scatterbrained? I do. Actually, I got to change water. My water is really gross right now. 
Okay. I, I do want to put a little bit like under the hair, like this really has a lot of dark at the top. I feel like she doesn't have enough of a head back here. Maybe I'll just go in, just build up back here a little more. Yeah, that does feel better. I felt like there wasn't enough before. See, the fun part for me is the glazing, like this type of thing where it gets thinner. But it's such a pain because you, you can't do the glazing until things are more stable, which they are not right now. Oh, and I really should go back to the clothing, but oh man, the clothing is like way too far away on this side. I think I'm going to just fix that for now because I'm seeing it immediately. It should be like all the way up here. Yeah, let's fix that. Yeah, that's already better. Then that introduces more of that green, which I think is helpful. And actually, I'm going to add there's a little bit of this shirt. And that, that's actually nice. It gives the shirt a little more variety, which I think is good. All right, let's see what people are saying in the chat. S-Dash is asking just what the point of the area you want to texture, then a light dry brush stroke to move it to the other area. I don't have the brain space for that right now. <laughs> I'm sure it works. So thank you for sharing. But I don't know. I'm just like, oh, acrylic. This is hard. King Casey says, the neck is one of my favorite things to paint. I'm actually experimenting with de-emphasizing the eyes in more of my pieces. The neck is not appreciated enough in portraits. But the neck can be so beautiful and expressive. I mean, just sternoclodomastoid. <laughs> it's worth it just for that. And also the collarbones. Oh, love that stuff. But people think it's face, face, face. It's not. There's so much more. Blue3z says, Prof Lou, you're fantastic. Don't be so hard on yourself. I can't help it. <laughs> Who here does that? You are so much harder on yourself than anybody else. You are your own worst critic. And there's a healthy amount of that. I mean, I want to continually hold a high standard and do as good of a job as I can. But there is this constant hunger of, oh, it could be better. I could have done this. <laughs> Crispy says, want you to say you're extremely comforting to paint with. Oh, I'm so glad. It's so much fun to paint together. I know it's really nice to do it in person, but it's not possible. And I love working with people across the world. Thank you so much, Amanda Norris, for the super sticker. And we have another one from Cloudy. And you are all so important to us. Thank you for your help and support. Believe me, I'm dreaming of the day that I don't have to ask for support anymore. But we are so 
not there yet. Ginger Saul says, have a favorite brush shape, Filbert, all the way. If you took away all my flat brushes, I'd be like, see ya. <laughs> Marielle says, first live. Well, welcome, Marielle. I'm so glad you're here. And I'm hoping to do more portrait painting because I was looking at our content. I was like, oh, we have so many portraits. But then I was like, oh my gosh, we don't have any painting ones. So I'm really glad to do this. I really want to do one with water mixable oils, which is more my comfort zone. This one is hard for me. Funny Monkey says, if you paint more happy art, you'll get more subs. Portrait looks angry. I know, but then it's not fun for me. <laughs> I just tend to like really extreme facial expressions. And the thing is, if it's not fun for me, it's not fun for you. And there's so many other channels. If you want to see somebody paint a happy portrait, go ahead. That's fine. But I'm not into that. Lisa's asking, are you thinking about the background? For now, the only thing I'm concerned about when it comes to the background is just the color. Eventually, yes, I'm going to add more stuff. It's just I'm so busy working out this other stuff right now. Johanna says, mine looks nothing like the photo, and that's okay. Yes, absolutely. Stop letting reference photos hold you prisoner. Nobody's going to stick the photo next to your painting and say, oh, my God, you didn't get that green. And if they do, screw them. That's not important. More super stickers from Painting Plant Lady and Lady Kimono. You are all phenomenal. Your support so critical to keeping things up and running. Oh, why are we getting all this spam today? Cloudy says, this is more fun than happy young people. I mean, if you want to see happy young people, go to Pinterest. <laughs> They're all perfect over there. Perfect, whatever that means. I mean, I don't know if any of you see this. I don't know what people typically paint from, but I do know a lot of people paint from Pinterest. And if you look at this reference photo of Linda, just think about how different it is from Pinterest. She's not wearing much makeup. Maybe she's wearing a little, but not much. She's older. Everybody on Pinterest is like 25 and younger. And most of the world is not 25 and younger with perfect skin and makeup. This just feels more real. This is a real person. And I think oftentimes what you see online is not real people because they're so made up to look a very specific way. I read this really alarming article in the New Yorker about plastic surgery and how a lot of people are doing it more and more in the US. Plastic surgery, I think it, it's a lot bigger in Korea because um, I've read quite a bit of that, um, that it's super common in Korea, but in the US, not so much, but it's starting to get there. And they said, the plastic surgeons that they interviewed, that a lot of the people that come in to get plastic surgery will hand them a photo of Kim Kardashian and say, I want to look like Kim. <laughs> I just find that really depressing because we are who we are. And I'd much rather see that real people than 
I don't want to look like Kim Kardashian. I mean, she's fine, but I'm not her and I'm not going to try to be her. And I just think those expectations are ridiculous. And I, I do find, this is my personal opinion, but oftentimes when I see the before and after, the celebrity plastic surgery, I mean, they look way better. They, they look so, I don't know, I think it's a bummer. Oh, I'm picking so much. Okay, I got to get over here. This is stupid. Come on, get over there. Okay, it's the stupid hair swash that I got to worry about. That's straight yellow ochre. It probably needs a little touch of cadmium red. Because as we know, cadmium red is <laughs> Linda's color. Oh, I need more highlight on that side. See, here's the thing. It's like you fix one thing and then you're like, oh my God, I got to fix eight other things. <laughs> it's really frustrating sometimes, but that's the nature of the painting process. That's what you have to do. Of course, now I'm seeing all the problems in this upper section. hard sometimes to really stay on track and I just find so often I'm just wandering all over the place okay we need some more burnt umber and I'm going to mix a little bit of the burnt umber with this purple that's already here and I'm going to get the cast shadow because this swath of hair is creating this cast shadow, which is the pain in my butt, but whatever. And then the key here is to get some of the flush tone behind it. So I think, yeah, like that, that'll make that feel better. And then there's this beautiful little tiny pinch of blue, blue highlight. Actually, I'm going to use some of this green. <laughs> I feel really bad that I mixed all that green and I'm not even using it. Oh, it's actually not that green. Yeah, that actually is okay. I don't mind that. Yeah, her hair is making all kinds of shadows. I didn't even like realize that until I looked at that more closely. Okay, here, look at this. This is cheekbone going in. Okay, let's get that little patch of highlight, which is right there. It's so minor, but it's like, that's what gives that more depth. Do we have more bots? Oh, what the heck, people? Thank you, everybody, for letting me know. That's so weird. We don't usually get that many bots, but it seems like today we are for some reason. Weird. Okay. And then even there's like a highlight. Oh, it's too much. This highlight on the hair. Oh, shoot. It's kind of watery. 
I mean, eventually I will go to matte medium because I do want that for later, but right now it's not necessary. Okay, and I do want to just hint at some of the cool colors in the hair. Not much. I mean, it mostly isn't really that color, but the hair is tricky because it's not exactly the same color all the way through. There's these lighter blue sections. There's the cadmium red parts. Oh, I need more yellow. See, that's the other thing with acrylic. It's like constant replenishing, cleaning. It's just, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, acrylic people. I'm sure acrylic is great. It's just not my cup of tea. <laughs> but you, you work with what you have. You know, I'm complaining, but it's not so bad. Okay, and then I really want the highlight up here to be more dramatic. It's quite light. All right, and I really need to beef up this section of the hair, make it more prominent. It's too yellow, but whatever, we'll fix it later. And this hair, gosh, it's like out of control. Sheesh. Okay. Oh, I got to fix that. It's some Naples yellow. That edge is no good. Ugh. Oh, God. Everything's dirty. Yuck. <laughs> yeah, it's because this area... I really need to trim some of the hair. Hair really got a little out of control. And I'm just going to slightly hint at this stuff at the top. Because hair really does get light up here because of the lighting situation. And I got a squint. And I'm going to notice that maybe there's too much hair up here. I'm not really sure. Although I could probably get the contour of her hair a little more specific and oh my gosh her ear disappeared okay let's i do want this to be more accurate to what's going on there and let's put the ear back <laughs> since it disappeared there's so little of it but it actually is quite important see maybe some burnt umber just to get some of that in there okay and I painted over my hair whoops <laughs> let's put it back so much of painting is losing it bringing it back and that's okay okay I think I need Oh, yeah, I need this to be more continuous. What's that? Yeah. Oh, there's so many tendons in here. It's really cool. 
also online people are so they're all wearing cool clothes and they're all way hipper than me and i i don't know i i just don't have interest in painting hip cool people maybe some people do and that's fine but it's not my thing i prefer people that have all their quote flaws i think those flaws are beautiful and they define who we are. Okay, a little more drawing on the neck. So at the very least, I, I just hint at things that are there. All right, I have to clean up the mouth. It's sort of a mess. I think the problem, there's so many folds in this little contour. I think I'm just going to make things way more bold and hopefully it'll get there eventually. Okay. And then just a few strokes up here again to just show the direction of the stroke. And there's some really nice reflected light right here. I'm just going to block in just a little bit. Okay, that is way too light. So I'm going to go in maybe even with some burnt umber. Yeah, that's better. So now we have the reflected light, but it's not so dramatic. Ugh, it still feels super crappy. This got too dark. I, let me see if I can lighten that. By the way, if you're not in the Discord, shame on you. <laughs> because I will be in the Discord after the stream. And for those of you who painted along with me, you can post your work so I can take a look at it. Today's only chat. We're not doing any voice but I still want to see what you are all doing. All right, I'm going to just like really beef up the highlights because I need them to be really thick. So the next time I come back to it, I really have something substantial to build on top of. I mean, that's the main thing is I, I want to be able to come back to this and make real progress but that's hard to do if things are still really thin. Oh my God, I'm so confused with, oh shoot, I have to move the wrinkles over. Oh my gosh, that's such a mess up there. Whatever, I'll fix it later. I don't know why this contour on the side is driving me crazy. It's like I can't get the contour where I want it to be. I guess that's a little bit better, maybe. And I do need more of this neck to be more visible. See, this is this stage is the hardest. I think it's really later that it gets to be fun. Like it's not fun right now. Too light. 
Maybe a little bit more work on the hair. I just want the shape, like the drawing part. I really want that solid before I step away. And actually with the hair, I really want to show the direction of it. So her hair is pulled back like this. And so that's the direction of the stroke that I want to have. Okay, let's see what people are saying in the chat. Cloudy says, can we share our paint-alongs in Instagram? I'm too untech savvy to figure out Discord. Yeah, if you post on Instagram, use hashtag artprofshare, and we love to share what you do in our Instagram stories. Amanda says, I looked through those photos on Flickr, but the backlighting scared me. The backlighting's unusual. That's not typically what you see. Most of the time it's black background, chiaroscuro, but the backlighting can be very beautiful. Moki says, acrylic seems so labor intense. I think I'll stick with my pastels. I don't think I'm lazy, but have arthritis. All mediums have something. Soft pastels have dust in the expensive framing. Oh, I know. Every material <laughs> has its issues and it just depends on your personal situation. Sentient says, maybe they saw us talking about AI art in the Discord, wanted to chime in. <laughs> well, we are doing a stream, I think it's September 18th, two weeks from now. Lauren and I are gonna be talking about AI art because a lot of people are talking about it right now. Actually, the New York Times just came out with an article about that artist who won a Colorado State Fair art competition. And they were talking about his experience. Obviously, it brings up a lot of issues for a lot of people. Lady Kimono says, I feel too many celebrities look pretty but boring, like there's nothing interesting there. Well, I think the issue is that a lot of them look similar to each other. They're all after a similar look, and I think that's where it gets monotonous. Shannon says, you learn more about interpreting the face when it has different expressions. Absolutely. Painting Paint Lady says, I enjoy watching someone real and honest. I appreciate what you do for us artists. Well, thank you for watching. Yes, Amanda, I would love to see more green too. <laughs> Not there yet. Still messing up a lot of this stuff. Joseph says, interesting. I have to learn to add more color than just flesh color and acrylic. Yeah, it's tricky because a lot of people, when they're painting a portrait, will say things to me like, well, I only see three colors. I only see brown and an orange. And the thing is, you really have to train your eye. It has nothing to do with the mixing. You have to train your eye to see those subtleties. 
And the recommendation I make is to do the complementary color chart. We have that on our website, also on our YouTube. And that really gets you to see subtle shifts of color because a lot of people, color is very literal. This is orange, this is black. But when I talk about things like, for example, this is cerulean, and I explain to people, listen, this is a very yellowish blue, which sounds weird because it's blue. But the thing is, if you compare it to this, ultramarine, this is a very cool blue. This blue has a lot of purples in it. And so if you look at them together, they're very different colors. And so a lot of it is training your eye. Cedric says, I like your foundation. It'll become easy to manage later after stepping away. Oh yeah. I feel like the hard work is in this first two hours or so. I think I'm gonna fix up a couple more things. I mean, obviously there's a billion things that need to be changed, but then I think I'll be ready to step away. Let me know in the chat who here would like to see me finish this on another live stream. It might not be till next month because we have so many other things scheduled, but let me know in the chat if that is something you would be interested in and I'll consider doing that. Or another thing I've done is I'll just finish it later so people can see that, the final result, because sometimes you don't need to see it all live. So let me know in the chat if this is something you do wanna see as a second live stream, probably next month. Okay, more squinting. I think a little more roundness to this shape. I'm just checking the contour of the face because I really want the shape to be solid. The, the inside stuff, whatever, I'll get to that later. Ugh. Okay, my brushes are getting really disgusting. Yuck, 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 yuck. And actually another little touch of Naples yellow, just to clean up some of the stuff down here. Oh, everything's dirty, yuck. And even the shape down here, I think could be better. So if I look at her shirt, it dips down a little bit and then it does come down more towards this bottom area. Oh, so much paint stuck here. So annoying. Okay, and I'm going to take another glance at this. Make sure that comes along. Moki says another stream would be good. Next month is good. Lisa says, yes, finish live or timed short showing steps. That's a good idea. Cloudy says, I would love that, the tightening up stage that I'm so unfamiliar with. All right. Looks like we have a whole bunch of people here who would like to see part two. All right. I guess I know what I'm doing for a live stream in October.
All right, everybody. Registration for our premium tracks is due on Friday. We are offering portraits and also expressive drawings. This is your opportunity to work closely with me for six weeks. And I would be so happy to be able to build that relationship with some of you. So the information for that is in the YouTube video description below. I hope some of you will join me in the Discord and the post live streams channel. The invite link to the Discord is in the YouTube video description below. And a big thank you to these top Patreon supporters who are keeping us up and running. That $3,700, that is most of our budget. If we didn't have that, we wouldn't be here and not be able to provide all this free content for all of you, but we do need it to go up. <laughs> I was so sad when we dipped below 4,000 because 4,000 felt amazing and we just haven't been able to get there anymore. Oh, sorry for all the spam crap. I don't know what's going on there. Thank you so much, everybody. I'll see you next time. Bye.